0: common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John
1: Katz and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC.
0: <laughs> we got on the line coming on, and he's mad as
1: hell as, uh, on a lot of things, but he's much more civilized than we are. Yeah, I don't. Mean, Michael Goodwin, a, a lot more than me. Uh, Michael Goodwin, of course, the Pulitzer Prize-winning columnist there of the New York Post. And Michael, uh, you had a column; it was spot on. Biden is risking Israel's security. Explain because this waffling is all over the place.
0: Uh thank you, Rita. Look, I think it's. Uh... It's a kind of simple formula. It's domestic politics. His re-election campaign is uh, now uh, at least as important to him as Israel's security. And so he has, I believe, ramped up his criticism of Israel and the demand for uh, more and more humanitarian aid, calling for pause, longer pauses, that sort of thing, all because uh, the youth vote, many young voters uh, do not like Israel are protesting against it uh, the Muslim Americans of course are raised to hate uh, uh, Israel in in the countries from where they were born if if they were if they are immigrants uh, and so I think the president is bowing to that kind of pressure and I think it's unfortunate uh, it's not leadership it's not good for the United States I mean as I say in the column you know, we must always remember uh, Israel is the canary in the coal mine for the West and the United States. The, it, should they, uh, the, the terrorists overrun Israel, eliminate Israel, as they say they will do, well, they're not going to stop there. I mean, this is Iran. These are people all funded by Iran. This is world conquest. Uh, so we are in Iran's uh, vernacular, the great Satan. Israel is the little Satan. So that's just step one in their plan. And Biden should recognize that he used to know that, but he seems to have forgotten it in the heat of uh, in the heat of uh, the the panic over the polls.
1: And you know what, Michael Goodwin, what exactly what you're saying, what's stunning to me is here we've got uh, we've got she's head of the Progressive Caucus, this Pramila Jayapal. She just tried to I should say, try to fix her previous comment, and it made it worse, I think, saying that there needs to be a balance. You saw that comment where she said it needs to be a balance when criticizing Hamas and their horrible uh, atrocities, including rape and all these horrible things we've heard of late uh, with Israel. There, the, To me, there's obviously no moral equivalency. It's shameful. And then she tried to clean it up. President Biden has said nothing. And what is he saying to these protesters that are chasing Jewish students and teachers?
0: Right. He's been silent on all of those things. I mean, you think about what's going on in this country. Forget the world for a second. What's going on in this country vis-a-vis the anti-Semitism, the college issues? I mean, Penn. what, three-quarters of his family went to the University of Pennsylvania. Doesn't he have anything to say about this? Uh, can, can a reporter ask him a question about this? Where the, the Biden Center, the Biden Center at the University of Pennsylvania, where the classified documents were found? All of these connections, all of these issues, and he's silent because— A, I think his incoherence is part of the reason why the the handlers don't let him out of the White House very often, but the other thing is he, for a lot of the Democratic core constituents, he's on the wrong side of the Israel issue, and that's just staggering when you think of that, that essentially Israel is in a fight for its existence. It was attacked by terrorists who slaughtered innocents, took hostages, are holding those hostages. Uh, film their atrocities. And the president of the United States cannot raise his voice uh, in defense of Israel and um, and in the midst of those marches and those horrible, the anti-Semitism, the the swastikas being painted all over places. He cannot raise his voice in this. I mean, he, he did say something at a fundraiser apparently the other night. But even after he criticized the Hamas death statistics, which everyone knows are made up. The next day, he apologized to a group of Muslim Americans. Yes, right.
1: He apologized, saying, sorry that I I was not nice to Hamas, basically. Sorry, I spoke the truth. Yeah, uh, we have Judge Richard Weinberg (laughs) here, Michael Goodwin. Michael, also very, very troubling was the testimony of these college presidents before
0: Congress, and they're waffling. They cannot speak the truth. They cannot condemn the anti-Semitism, and harassment and intimidation on college campuses. What's wrong with the college administrators, Michael? Look, I I think it was uh, an eye-opener for anybody who was still in doubt that things are as bad as some of us say they are. I mean, here you have presidents of three top education institutions, the elite, right, real elite, and they cannot, as you say, they cannot muster the courage to denounce anti-Semitism without putting it in a category of hate, right? It has to. It has to meet a certain thing. So even though the question that Elise Stefanik uh, was asking them, does it violate your code of conduct? They could have said no, but I condemn it and I denounce it and I don't want anybody doing that. Or my there was. They could have at least expressed their own opinion of condemnation and said, we will work to change this code of conduct. We know we have a—there was no humility. There was no recognition of a problem. It was smirking. It was—it it, it looked as though they had practiced together. They would all say the same thing, so there would be no deviance, no daylight between them. And I also thought that the smirking was looking down on Stefanik. I mean, who is this Republican woman from upstate New York uh, uh, talking to us? Yeah, who are these people? It was it was was really condescending, I think, was part of it.
1: I agree. It was so troubling. Uh, Michael Goodwin, thank you so much. We always love having you on and always are reading your great columns there in the New York Post.
0: My pleasure. Thank you. all.
1: Thank you, Michael.